0: Can you remember a time when you felt uncertain about something? I know I sure can. As a matter of fact, the feeling of uncertainty is a pretty common feeling for me, especially as I take a step into doing my purpose or living my purpose and doing this men's work. You know, whether it's creating a podcast like I'm doing right now or writing a blog article or preparing the monthly materials, you name it. Uncertainty is a friend that visits me on a regular basis. But what about the feelings of doubt? Yeah, that guy shows up for me too doubting my abilities to perform well in different aspects of my life and it can be insidious just to say the least but you know what I bet I'm not the only one that deals with these two brothers which is why in this episode we're going to unpack the dastardly duo and find a way that we can make peace with them for our benefit and for others. Now before we get into all that I just want to remind you to hit like subscribe and share on your favorite platform so you can stay up to date on our latest content as well as helping me spread the awakened mass awakened man message and for that. I just want to say I'm truly grateful. Now, let's get on with today's episode. The average man today is sleepwalking through life, many never reaching their true potential, let alone ever crossing the finish line to living a purposeful life. Yet, the hunger still exists, albeit buried amidst his cluttered mind, misguided beliefs, and values that no longer serve him. It's time to align yourself for greatness. It's time to become a revolutionary man. Stay strong, my brother. Welcome to the Revolutionary Man podcast. I'm the founder of The Awakened Man and your host, Alan DeBonceau. Let me ask you, when was the last time you felt uncertain about something? How did that feel? Now think of a time when you doubted yourself. How was that feeling? Was it the same or was it a little bit different? You know, for me, when doubt and certainty come calling, both are powered by a fear. You know, but the fear of doubt is far more powerful than the fear, than being, having being fearful of being uncertain. Because when I doubt myself, what I'm really saying is, I don't believe I can, and then you fill it in. You know, I don't believe I can be a good father, a good husband, or a leader. And that happens because I just don't trust myself. And when that kind of mindset sets in, it can be debilitating if I'm going to let it. And we've all been there, right? You know, at some points in our lives, we're going to question whether we're doing well enough or we're capable of facing all the uncertainties that might come up, especially as we get older. We experience feelings of self-doubt around decisions and choices we make. Are we simply that or are we just simply thinking that we're not good enough? You know, at a certain level, self-doubt is good because it does indicate that we understand that that we need to improve in order to do a better job. However, that persistent fear and self-doubt can hugely affect our life in a really bad way. You know, self-doubt occurs when we lack confidence or feeling incapable of doing the things that we need to do. And it begins quietly. You know, it's that inkling like there's something off. That is when we start to doubt ourselves and we begin to experience uncertainty around the things we can't control or worry about things that are not going according to the plan. And What plan? You know, it's a misguided belief that we're unable to to navigate the waters of life. And so self-doubt can be crippling. And it's during that season that we are mired in a lack of passion, belief, and understanding about who we are and how we fit into this world. And so self-doubt then becomes the ultimate sabotage or the ultimate saboteur. Some call this the dark night of the soul, or as Xavier Dagba calls it, the dark night of the ego. You know, this is the start truly of a transition phase into the next evolution of our being. So i got a few tips for you on how to, that, that I've used to help me get unstuck when I'm feeling doubt. And maybe they're going to help you too. Let's start on thinking about our past experiences and our mistakes. You know, past experiences can have a huge impact on how we react, especially if we've had a bad experience. And for me, one of those times came when I was laughed at and made fun of in front of my peers. I think we've all had that experience, haven't we? That experience made me really, made it really difficult for me to challenge myself to step out in the future. know, the thing is that in this example, I wasn't even aware I was stepping out. And for years, this reminded me, this reminders prevented me from taking chances in many, many times in my life in lots of different areas. You know, however, continue to to referencing this and the other past experiences without learning from them. It's just a waste of my future and, of course, in my present. So here's another one. And it's when we start comparing ourselves to others. You know, doubt is defined as a lack of confidence in our own abilities. And when we're plagued with self-doubt, we can believe that we can't do something. And if we dig a little deeper, we we will invariably find that disbelief arises from a comparison. It's a comparison of some sort. We believe we can't do it the way somebody else might do it. You know, we gauge our success or our failure by the norm, which is what which is always set by somebody else. Never notice that? That's not how our norm is. It's someone else has set that temperature for us. So think about this. If you never had, to, if you never could were allowed to compare yourself to others, would you be plagued either by self-doubt or its opposite overconfidence? You know, probably not. Here's another one that Way that you can help to help you shift your mindset. You know the fixation on a particular outcome. You know, obviously, a comparison is not the only fuel source for self-doubt. One of the biggest things that I hold that holds me back from foraging forward is the fear of failing. Now, this is especially true when I'm fixated on having a on a particular or specific outcome. Not only do become paralyzed by the possibilities of failure, but I also start to close myself off to other possibilities. You know, for instance, as a podcaster doing this men's work, I find myself reluctant to sit at a mic, at a podcast mic, and just start recording, thinking no one wants to hear what I have to say. So my goal of having thousands of downloads per month or per episode instead is become stymied. And all the fun in doing a podcast becomes masked by a bunch of anxiety and stress because I'm not open to failure. Yet, the way to achieve my goal is to push through and to create the podcast regardless of downloads. Without the reps, my skill doesn't grow, and instead, I end up by staying stuck. So, that leads into the next one feeling like an imposter. You know, we've all heard of the, impo- and the imposter syndrome, haven't we? If you don't feel like you, de- like you don't deserve any of your accomplishments or, or you got to where you are by fluke or pure luck, and maybe you're suffering from this condition, I know for me, sometimes that one rears its ugly head. But here, obviously, we're not talking about people that do end up with some success or by sheer luck, but those who are underestimate their own achievements. And that's what we do, don't we? We always short seem to start shortchange ourselves. It's where we might feel like a fraud or being, that, that we're being successful. But who's determining that? Like we are. And again, it goes back to those previous ones, right? It's, we're stuck on a particular outcome or we're comparing ourselves to somebody else. You know, and, and then there are the issues of not wanting to appear aggressive or ambitious, ambitious or assertive that makes us take a step back from our full potential. You know, and those are all around our limiting beliefs and beliefs that that we created as 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 early as in seven and eight, nine years old when we were first evolving and growing, and it's, it comes along even through later on in life. Any time that we've had a, a traumatic experience that has really challenged who our identity is and who we are. And so what doesn't help, I'm mean, going to just want to go into this next space here. Here's something that I recognize now over the years of doing all of this personal development work, that some things that just don't work or don't help. And it's just my and with my own familiarity with self-doubt and it could be different for you. So I'm going to give you a few things here that I think that just doesn't help in helping us alleviate self-doubt. You know, things like positive self-talk or affirmations and visualizations and go-getting strategies just don't get us too far because they don't really get at the root of the issue. You know, there's a belief that there is always something lacking. And so these techniques remain at that surface level of our mind. And sure they may help for an instant moment, but it never really it never really destroys or gets rid of that saboteur because we're never really touching. That energetic power of the belief that comes intermingled with our very own identity. So we need to step to something a little bit deeper and get more get more into the root cause of our issues. So let's look at uncertainty. You no, know, conversely, uncertainty is an indic- indicative of a transitional phase as well. See, we're moving through our fear, and we're willing to be to just be so we can figure things out. Get a sense of how that is, right? Self-doubt is all about I can't move forward. But in insecurity already, we're starting, to, we're starting to get that sense that there is an opportunity for me to move forward if I'm just willing to be in that place. And while you might think you've reached a plateau, or like I, I would think it sometimes, especially in my culinary career, or get stuck and you consider a time that simply being able to be still is still, is a, still a really good indi- indication that you're growing. Now listen, I'm not saying that I like being uncertain any more than, than the next guy, and as my and so at times my reaction to it can be does have some deep anxiety and some negativity because it'll impact can impact my health and my wealth and my overall enjoyment of life. Yet despite this uncertainty's bit of a bad rap here, I've learned a couple things about uncertainty. I've learned that no matter what I tell myself or tell, we tell ourselves or how we arrange our circumstances we can never be free of it so think about that no matter what i say to myself or whatever circumstances come around uncertainty is always going to be there and number two learning to embrace it can lead to incredible possibilities that i didn't even know were there that were in or even on my radar you know as long as we're living breathing beings we will always live with uncertainty so remember I remember back then? I can remember my twenties. You know, I had a waterbed. It was the waterbed craze. I think everybody had a waterbed. And I had a great big queen one. And even as the baffle technology came in, there was just no avoiding the waves. You're going to have some waves in a waterbed. That's just the way it is. But that is uncertainty. And you think about it, that is still uncertainty. Yes, in the in the beginning, uncertainty. Uncertainty feels very uncomfortable. Then as our skills improve, we find out that we can use use uncertainty to our advantage. And knowing how to manage and respond to it can make all the difference between a rich and fulfilling life and one that's always fraught with anxiety of what bad things that might happen or could happen. You know, uncertainty is really that part of our hero's journey. It is there to help shape us and it's up to us to decide what that shape's going to be. You know, fortunately for all of us, we have we do have free will. We have the will, free will to choose our thoughts and our beliefs. And the next, so the next step, that means that we can consciously, we can rewire our response to how we, when we face uncertainty. And so here are some of the best ways that I've found to do that. We want to face everything and we're going to rise. You know, uncertainty gets its best of us when we try to pretend that it's not there. Remember I said, it's always going to be there. I, and a fear ignored is going to be far worse than one that's faced head on and acknowledging it fully is just the first step. So what if not knowing exactly how things are going to go can be just as exciting and it could be even exhilarating. How would that look and feel? Vast, I think it would vast feel vastly different. So let's take, for example, many times when we visualize doubt and uncertainty, you can have a sense of heaviness, right? can be dark and cold but if we start to reframe our internal experience we can shift these modalities by visualizing and visualizing and illuminating the darkness and the and bringing lightness to that heaviness and adding warmth and color so this simple little technique of reframing the pictures in our mind can change the perspective just enough for us to move from action from inaction to action next thing that's really helped me is is getting skilled at being in the present you know uncertainty is all about the future and so if you can actually stay in the present moment it can't touch you now i get that it's not practical to live in the moment all the time but knowing to how to put yourself there quickly when the ugly head of anxiety shows itself will go a long way to help you conquer the hold uncertainty has over you one way that i found that works best for me is to take a moment and breathe the four-count box breath, repeated three to five times, does wonders in getting me back into the now, and I use it on a, almost on a daily basis. And now you can see the other piece has really helped me is I start to see uncertainty as the threshold to possibility. You know, I can honestly say that the best things in life came about as a result of embracing my uncertainty and jumping headfirst into that abyss of the unknown. And it's when I remember just to let go and how to do it and just go out and get and do something. And instead of focusing on the why is when things really started to unfold for me. So why is it here is not really important. And then surrendering to listening to that answer is what really is the key. And that's how the how my results changed so much more for the better. You know, I like this quote, certainty breeds arrogance and hubris. It smothers nuis, nuis, nuances. <laughs> Let's start that over. Certainty breeds arrogance and hubris. It smothers nuances and complexity. It blinds us to possibilities. I know I've kind of stumbled over that, but I used the word certainty there. You know, how different would your life be if you viewed uncertainty as a powerful force for incredible good things in your life and not just a sign of danger? So here's the sad truth. Guess what? We're never going to have all of the relevant facts. In life, choices rarely present themselves with a perfect clarity. You're going to be required to give an opinion-based or an imperfect information, make a call based on a sketchy data, all without an artificial supply of facts. And when I hear this line of thinking, I often think of a quote from Epictetus. Tell me what to do, the student says to Epictetus. Epictetus corrects him, it'd be better to say, make my mind adaptable to any circumstances. This is why op- what, this is what opens us up to really being creative, doesn't it? When we gift ourselves the opportunity to apply critical thinking skills to times when we are uncertain. And I know it's a harsh reality, to say the least. If our minds are going to be unadaptable or going to be in a fixed mindset, then growth is just not going to be possible for us. The thing is, just as embracing t- uncertainty can prompt progress, fear of uncertainty can breed complacency with the status quo. You know, change and uncertainty go hand in hand. When we fear uncertainty, panic begins to set in and we start asking disempowering questions. What if it doesn't work? What if I fail? What if others point and laugh? Well, I've already talked about that one, haven't I? Instead, what if it does work? And even if it doesn't, what can I learn from this experience? It's not about winning or losing. It's about winning or learning. That is the game of life. You know, there's one more thing to remember that, it's cert- that certainty provides a false security for us. You know, security equals predictability. And predictability is replaceable. Be that in our relationships or our careers. It's taking things for granted. It's not showing up daily to challenge some aspect of ourselves. You know, in the end, life, God, Spirit will deliver humility through a carefully choreographed plan, and it's our job to step into that plan and to lean into our fears and self-doubt by embracing the uncertainty that we have in our life. The more that we can do that, the greater expansion we have for ourselves. And I can tell you, since the two plus years now that I've been doing this men's work and this podcast, I've faced so much uncertainty, and the more that I push the edge and that boundary the more I grow as an individual. So when I talk about living a life of purpose, on purpose, this is what I mean. That our purpose is to increasingly expand the depth of our being, to live fully and completely as authentic beings. So listen, if you would like more help in overcoming self-doubt and learning how to embrace uncertainty, then join our mentorship group, The Band of Brothers. We help guys reclaim their passion, purpose, identity, and connection through a safe, structured learning environment. And if you're looking for a little bit more guidance, I have a one-on-one mentorship program as well. I suggest then you sign up for the Hero's Quest. It's a 90-day program guaranteed to raise the level you show up as a father, husband, brother, and leader. I'll provide links in the show notes for you to get access to both of those programs. I want to thank you so much for listening to me live with passion purpose and power. Aho, my brothers. Thank you for listening to the Revolutionary Man podcast. Are you ready to own your destiny? To become more the man you are destined to be? Join the brotherhood that is The Awakened Man at TheAwakenedMan.net and start forging a new destiny today.